Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. Uh, this is a question and answer podcast about being transgender and about hiding. Um, and me basically uh, telling you a little bit about myself and telling you my story about being transgender and hiding. So go figure, they really relate. Um, this episode, though, uh, it is the, okay, you'll be hearing this on the 6th of April. We are right in the middle of, um, the, well, I don't know if we're in the middle or not, but we're in uh, our quarantine, being locked down. And this is really going to be an episode about just checking in, uh, making sure you're doing okay, making sure everyone's all right. Um, and, uh, making sure that, uh, I know everybody has, you know, time on their hands. And if you're listening, um, I was actually trying to get, uh, one done earlier this week on Wednesday, uh, but I ran into some issues. <laughs> so my, um, my equipment wouldn't work. So I had to fix it. <laughs> and, uh, so it was a little, uh, off this week and I am unfortunately I did not get a chance to uh, get things together until yesterday and so here I am so maybe if I'm good I will be able to get something um, recorded and put on for Wednesday so you can get two uh, at least uh, podcasts from me to give you something to listen to during these uh, probably long and boring days if you might be having them um, finding things. I wonder what are you guys doing in order to f- occupy yourself? What um, what are your what are you watching? That's what I would really love to know. What are some of the things that you are are doing? Because um, I can always use some help and guidance. Uh, and my normal you know mind numbing things that I'm uh, of course taking care of my mom. Um, but I do have some downtime and it'd be really nice. Uh, my wife and I started doing a puzzle, uh, as you may have seen on our Instagram. Uh, we did masks the other day, yesterday or last night. Uh, we ended up doing masks cause we were like, well, this seems like a fun thing to do. We were just watching TV and instead of, uh, just watching TV, we thought let's do some masks. So we posted a picture and for the first time you can see turtle, my, um, my beloved, she is on, um, uh, on the pictures w- w- with me and I didn't realize until I posted it, it as like my bra is like completely <laughs> so there you go my bra is out there you can pretty much see everything there and uh, I mean nothing boring it's flesh tone so because I had a white t-shirt on most of the day yesterday but you can see us in our masks and um, just having some girl time little spa time I will say that my face uh, now looks my skin looks radiant it was wonderful um, but I am doing a ton, just to tell you, I'm doing a ton of surfing online. So much so, this is really bad. Um, so much so that my neck is hurting. I don't know if anybody else is having this issue or anything else like that, but man, I had to stop looking at my phone today. Uh, my eye strain is going really bad. Um, I'm, I don't know if it's allergies. I am suffering from major allergies right now. And, um, and I know this because my nose will not stop dripping, um, unless I'm taking, um, copious amounts of allergy medication. And, uh, so yeah, I'm trying to battle that. Um, so if you hear something in my voice again, I, I, I know I, 
believe it or not, and this is no joke, I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent, but just to talk to you. So it's really funny is that I have not listened back to any of my podcasts. I know this is terrible, but I am so worried about my voice. I am so worried as to whether or not my voice sounds, if I'm pushing it too much, if I don't sound good enough. Um, I would love to hear what you think. Um, Because I have practiced a lot. And because I'm now doing, oh my gosh, how many episodes have we done now um, on this podcast um, where I am practicing my voice? And so I'm really uh, trying but I'm hoping that it comes across okay and I sound feminine enough in order for me to be able to um, feel comfortable or sound or come across as being comfortable. And I hope it just don't sound like a you know high-pitched dude. So let me know what you think about that. That would be awesome. But I'm doing a lot of surfing. So back to my original thought uh, before I digressed. Um, and my neck is hurting really bad, so I literally had to break out uh, my wife was helping me out to rub my neck and everything, but I was like, my eye strain is getting really bad. There's a lot of pressure behind one of my eyes. I have astigmatism really bad. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what in the world is going on with this? I had no idea. And, um, I just, I was like, cause I'm looking at my phone too much. I'm looking down. My neck is hurting. My arm is hurting too. My left arm, because I'm I'm a lefty, so I primarily hold with my left hand, and it's constantly in this bent position. And so I know there's something. I think it's smartphone or your cell phone itis or some kind of noise like that. But I'm definitely getting it. Oh my gosh! I will say I came across something that was pretty funny, and I'm going to share this with you. Um. So this was about a, a professor, and I'll post this up online. I'll post it on my Instagram and um, on Facebook. Uh, and um, just tell me, and I'm also getting on Twitter. So if you want to, just look me up at Tyne High Heels or Caught Between a Tyne High Heels on Twitter. I just opened up that account, and I'm trying to get used to using it. Um, I'm trying to be part of the hip crowd, you know, with the, which I know I'm probably not. I'm probably so far behind. Um, just cause I'm old, but anyway, I found this really cool thing and I just had to share this with you because I thought it was really neat. Um, so it's a, I guess it's a professor. I'm not sure what he's teaching, but the, the person commented that, um, the professor is just not taking any crap from anyone. And it was questions. The title of the, of the picture is questions for the heterosexuals in the class. Question number one. What do you think caused your heterosexuality? Question number two. When did you decide that you were a heterosexual? Question number three. Is it possible that your heterosexuality is just a phase that you may grow out of? Number four. Why do you insist on flaunting your heterosexuality? Why can't you just be what you are and keep quiet about it? Number five. I just think these are awesome. Why do you, heterosexuals, feel compelled to seduce others into your lifestyle? And then finally, the last question. Have you considered therapy to change your heterosexual tendencies? So I love this. And it just made me chuckle because it was like looking at the perspective and turning it back around. Of course, I don't need to tell anybody who's listening to this podcast. You've heard it all before. You've you've seen all the other, the hateful people that do it. But I just love this. 
I love this professor. Um, I just thought it was absolutely adorable. So I'm going to put this up online and you'll be able to see it and read it for yourselves. Share with your friends, do whatever you need to do. I just think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, oh my gosh. Let's see. What else have we been doing? We went grocery shopping. Oh my God. Um, so we are, I'm just going to tell you now I'm in Virginia. Uh, I came to my home state, um, in order to take care of my mom. And so we are in lockdown. So our governor has decided that we are going to be shut down until I believe it's the, uh, for 70 days. So I believe that's like getting into May, uh, somewhere around in there. And I know that there's a lot of states that are still, their governors have not locked everyone down. I know New York has, I know we have, uh, in Virginia and I, I'm, I know there's a few other states that have locked down. Um, but I, we went to the grocery store. So we go to the grocery store every week. I've got to buy supplies for my mom, which is getting even tougher. Um, but we go to the grocery store. And so what's really perplexing is all the precautions you have to take. Okay. So my, my mom is 76 years old. I don't want her getting this because I know that this will take her. I mean, she's already suffering with dementia. She doesn't need more crap to deal with. Okay. And so we, my wife and I try to be very, um, very mindset about this. And of course we don't want to get ill as well. Um, even though you may, uh, there, you know, I've seen a lot of reports, even though you may, uh, you know, live through it. Um, not that it's a death sentence, but if there is a possibility of you having really badly scarred, uh, lung tissue, um, after you go through and you've had this, uh, coronavirus. So there's a lot of scary stuff. And when you go to the grocery store, it's not just going and picking up willy nilly, a whole bunch of stuff. There's things that are needed, uh, during this uh, quarantine in order to keep yourself safe, in order to keep others safe around you. Social distancing is not a joke. A lot of people still think that it is. Um, real quick, we had a friend of ours who said that, you know, her and her husband, um, they went grocery shopping. We were talking to them about their woes. And they ended up saying that, yeah, yeah, they went to the grocery store and everyone's being very social distancing and everything else. Everyone, you know, people had masks on. Everyone's making masks now. Um, our neighbors, oh my gosh, they were so wonderful and they made masks for um, Turtle and I. So I thought that was just really, really sweet. And we're going and you wear gloves and everything else. And so she's going to the store and these people are, the grocery store is wonderful. Then she had to stop over at Walmart night and day. There are like families of seven walking around Walmart. The place is packed. Nobody has gloves on. There's nobody has masks on. Everyone's right on top of one another. They're shopping, they're touching clothes and the whole nine yards. And she just went in, she did not feel safe, and she turned around and she walked out. I don't know what has to happen for these people in order for you to, if you're listening to this and you're still not in a state of lockdown or and you're in a country that has not been locked down, I think they've locked down all of Australia. Um, Britain, I know. Uh, the UK is locked down. My friend that's over there, uh, she was talking to me the other day about that. Um so you can't go to the pubs or you're not supposed to go to the pubs. Um, but yeah, it's what has to happen in order for people to know the social distancing 
is going to help us get through this faster. The more <laughs> people stay out there, the longer this is going to take because you're going to keep getting more and more cases. And, oh my gosh. So going to the grocery store was a big thing because you have to, what we do, we're extra precautious. And I know this may sound dumb, but I'm just going to share with you. But we're extra cautious. So my wife wears a pair of gloves. Let's talk about gloves real fast before we talk about my shopping procedure or our shopping procedure. First of all, gloves, you wear them in one situation. Then you take them off. You throw them away in what's called a trash can. I don't know how many times I've seen pictures online now where people are just tossing them in the street. Don't be a slob. Put them in the trash can. Really? I just couldn't understand that. That just, I don't, oh, man. And you can't wear the gloves all day long. That's the whole thing. If you're in a grocery store, you wear your gloves while you're in the grocery store. So let's let's just, for, for scenario, here's what we do in our household. We wear gloves from the house into the car into the grocery store. We end up getting through the grocery store. We check out. We do all our things and whatnot. And we uh, bring our bags that we have already been touching. We put those into the... Um, uh, the car, we open the car door, and before we we shut the door, you're taking the gloves off, one inside of another. So I don't know if you've ever done this or you've seen anybody do it, but like a nurse, they'll take one glove off and then they'll hold it in the hand that still is gloved, and then you pull the bottom of the other hand to where it captures it all in one. We then sanitize with hand sanitizer. We hand sanitize our gloves, or hands, then we put new gloves on in order to then shut the door and then turn the keys on and drive. Okay? Then once we get home, wearing those same gloves, you're then going to bring in the groceries and you set them in a certain place, which we know is going to be a contamination zone, if you will. And then we're going to take each one of the groceries out and we wipe them down with a disinfecting wipe. Now, I have to have a whole bunch of these because my mom, taking care of her, there's a lot of times where I'm going to need to clean up after her. Incontinence, the whole nine. I don't have to paint that big of a picture for you, I hope. So, I need these things. So, we had uh, kind of-ish a semi-stockpile. I'm not going to say we were really crazy, but we had a few. Okay? And... um. What you're going to do is take the groceries out of the bag and we threw away the plastic bag or the paper bag that they gave us because you consider that to be contaminated. You wipe down all these and then you have a sterile area that is your, your clean area. So it's like a part of the counter that you've just wiped down with these wipes or sprayed with disinfectant spray or whatever the case may be. But you know that area is clean. Once you've wiped down the boxes, that all of a sudden, goes, or the packaging or whatever it is, that goes into that clean area. And then we just did this for, oh my gosh, we did this on, on uh, we actually did this yesterday. And we did this through, I think she brought in 10 bags. And we did all sorts of stuff. Um, even one of the other things too, lunch meat. So my mom gets a sandwich every of deli meat um, every day. And so we need it. And I ordered the deli meat. It comes in the little butcher plastic bag and everything else, which has a possibility of being contaminated. 
So what we ended up doing was taking Rubbermaid containers, we set those down and literally opened them up and just dumped the meat into them, not letting the two containers touch one another, of course. And I know this sounds crazy, but these are steps that we're doing in order to try and stay clean. We need to make sure that my this household does not, and we're really hoping that this is the case. I mean, we're trying our best. Let's put it that way. We may be doing overkill, but that's how I am. So we end up doing these uh, these procedures. And so once everything is said and done, all the groceries have been wiped down. All the bags, as they're emptied, are thrown into the trash. We then take the gloves off that we've been using. They go in the trash. We wash our hands for 25, 30 seconds, you know, doing the counting. Happy birthday to you, the whole nine yards. We do that. We then, I put new gloves on. And then that will, the new gloves that I wear, I then take and put up the groceries that we have decontaminated or disinfected. And then we put those away. It is a huge event. This took my wife and I probably about an hour, plus an hour plus, in order for us to get everything taken care of. After that, once we put the groceries away, then we strip off those gloves. Okay. Well, no, no, we kept those gloves on. We pulled out more disinfectant wipe, and we started disinfecting every area that those bags came in contact with. So when we had them on the floor, we literally wiped down all the parts of the floor. Because if you have socks on, you're going to touch your socks. They could be contaminated. So you wipe down the floor. You wipe down the doorknobs. You wipe down the countertops. Um, you wipe down pretty much anything that you had your hands on. And you wipe down your keys, your cell phone. Um, your wallet, uh, any of those that you may have touched while you were at the grocery store. And then you can relax and breathe. I know it sounds like a pain in the ass. And I know it's like, well, I'm not going to do that. But again, we're trying to be safe. And also to give you a frame of mind, when I was in the Army, I trained for two and a half weeks, I went through the speed course of the of being an NBC specialist. Anybody in the military will tell you NBC stands for Nuclear Biological Chemical. So I had to work for a year and a half when I was in the service. I had to work for a year and a half in the NBC room in order to help bring it up to standards. And I am already kind of an empath. So if you tell me symptoms, like I, I have very hard time because I'm getting older, I have a very hard time, and I know this is going to sound weird, and yes, this is just me, but I end up taking on... So if I hear someone talking on a, on a show or something like they have a heart attack, it's hard for me to watch that sometimes because I start feeling like I'm going to have... It gives me anxiety. And yes, it's probably a mental condition that I have and whatever, but it's who I am. Part of the package. Um, so I'm reading all these manuals when I was in the army about all these different biological, which COVID-19 is a biological hazard. It's a, it's a virus that you can pick up. Um, I'm reading all these books and everything about different, different things that were used in war, warfare and so forth and so on. And I'm just like, oh my God. Now that was, I got out of the army back in 96 and I'm having huge flashbacks going through some of the decontaminating because I had to set up 
decontamination areas. So that's why I keep calling it that, that I'm decontaminating everything, is I keep having that mindset. And I will tell you, being in Bosnia, I mean, you have to set up that stuff because you don't know what's going to happen. There was always that fear that a chemical weapon was going to be used, a nerve agent, or something along those lines. And you had your stuff ready. You were ready to go. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, I've been having, I've been struggling. And I've been, my wife has had tried to call me, call me down and talk me off of the walls and the shingles uh, a few times. Um, just because it's very nerve-wracking for me. A lot of anxiety goes around contamination if i know i've cleaned everything in the house and i'm all good then i'm breathing like like now i know that my wife and i have cleaned just about everything around but you cannot be too careful and oh man i just can't tell you enough uh how important that social distancing is and you see everyone talking about it there's i mean there's so many stars celebrities that are on online telling you and trying to reinforce that and i just hope that you all are being safe you don't want this stuff i mean yeah you might be young you might be strong and that's great but don't push your your luck with it that's that's a major um don't tempt fate that's you know life is too precious and life is too short um stay inside keep your loved ones and if you can do for others like we have elderly neighbors on both sides of us we go pick up their groceries for them and then we decontaminate and we're disinfect and we give it to them. And, you know, again, the whole glove procedure, yada, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do all that for our neighbors, but we, you know, we're trying to help out other people in the neighborhood. I mean, we've, our two neighbors are like over 70 years old, I believe, uh, the pair of them. Um, and I don't mean that offensive. I'm just, they're at high risk. Even my, uh, my wife's parents, um, you know, so you got to think of those other people that are out there. And again, I do hope everyone is being safe. I hope that you are, um, oh my gosh, don't try to go buy a puzzle on Amazon, uh, because that is, there's none to be found. <laughs> I think I found a Thomas the Tank Engine. My wife and I were looking yesterday and after all of our groceries, we were looking online and all the puzzles, like adult type of puzzle, like Ravensburger. I love Ravensburger puzzles. It's like the high end. It's like the Rolls Royce of puzzles. They're all gone. And these are puzzles that rank, you know, like a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars for a puzzle. Um, even the, the ones that were smaller that were not even, I'm trying to remember what the other brands were, but they they're not even anywhere to be found so i'm really hoping that you all are keeping busy you're going to have some great pictures um of puzzles um you know that are out there um but just you got to be safe i'm sorry i'm like um having uh, it's again my allergies i apologize let me grab a drink here real quick mm. oh sorry about that so be safe, be careful, and, you know, look out for one another. I am I have hardly, I will tell you right now, I, I don't fear too much because from what I have seen so far of the LGBT community, we're pretty awesome people. And um, the few people that I've talked to in the trans community are pretty thoughtful um, and got a good head on their shoulders, um, which goes to figure, you know, so... 
Um, I'm not saying we're all like that. I know everybody, you know, there's a black sheep in every family, I guess. Um, and I am probably the one, one of them for the transgender community. But we just look out for one another, I hope. Um, and I would like to think that. So I really hope that you are being safe. I'm going to leave it now. Um, show me what you're doing. I need some help. I would really love to know... Um, what or you know how are things where you are are you guys doing okay um what is it like i mean you know you if you're crazy if you're just going you know you're you're getting cabin fever you extroverts that are out there um let's chat talk to me i mean i i can i'll answer your questions i will keep producing these as long as you want me to so um, you can send me your questions, comments, anything you want to share with me at questions at tyinhighheels.com or go to my website at tyinhighheels.com. Go to our contact page. There's a little uh, form you can fill out there. I would love to hear from you all. Um, also, you can look on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I believe all three of those you would be able to see Tyne High Heels. Uh, so you'll be able to see, and I'm going to try and post these pictures up, um, here shortly. Hopefully you'll be able to see them, uh, during this day. Um, but I hope you all are doing well. And I, again, I will talk to you again, hopefully on Wednesday, I'll have another podcast. So until then, take care and thanks for listening. Bye-bye.